Who is head boy? Who are the prefects? And who is in detention? It's the mid-season review. Hello and welcome to our mid-season, well, sort of mid-season preview. We're six rounds in, um, but we've got a decent break between um, Thruxton and Croft. So we thought we'd bring you up to date with the, uh, the grades for the drivers this season and take a look... Uh, some of their highlights maybe absolutely a little bit of housekeeping to begin with uh, we'll only be looking at drivers who have contested four rounds or more as that gives you a good picture of where they're at so people Andy Neats and uh, Jack Mitchell for example and Glenn Getty won't be included just because they haven't raced in our view uh, enough for us to have a proper idea of where they're at this season yeah it's not really fair to give them some sort of a grade when maybe they've missed rounds or they haven't been able to compete in rounds um, but yeah Proctor is the first first man that's done four or more. Um, I think the rest of them have completed um, all the rounds, actually. So we'll, we'll be taking a look into those. Um, as I said, we'll go through the drivers, maybe pick out a highlight or even a low light from their season so far. Yep. Um, certainly something that stood out in, in what they've done. Um, yeah, we'll, we're welcome to hear your grades as well. Um, drop us a message on social media if you want to interact with us at any point we'll be sure to get back to you what have you thought of the, about the season so far just generally before we go into a more deep dive into the actual grades uh, shall I start on a negative please do I love negativity <laughs> um, it hasn't been the best season so far I think the midfield battles have been brilliant yep. um, but the the dominance and almost just the the conservative nature that Sutton has been racing at this season has meant that he's built up a, a decent 30 point lead at the moment and that he just needs to do what is necessary he's not really needing to fight for the points and he's just monitoring where his yeah, championship rivals are I agree with you if you're finishing sixth and that's still doing enough to outscore all your rivals yeah yep. I'm, with, I'm with you on that and it's the same to an extent in the Jack Sears I mean Robottom's won that already let's be honest yeah. you know, yep. it's, he's dominated that in the way that Sutton's dominating the uh, the title and you're, you're absolutely right it's some great midfield battles and the scrap for second has been excellent because we've had about you know, four or five different drivers second mm -hmm. in the table yep. but the constant has always been Ash and you have to give him the credit he's a hell of a good driver he's in a really good car as well and we've also had some excellent races this this year um, probably my most memorable one is that third race at the first round at Thruxton yep. in those changing conditions and people on different tyres coming through the field the rain then coming down again um, that was probably one of the most exciting races for me this season. Yeah, I quite like Seston race two with Ash's charge through the field, which was just ridiculous. Um, yeah. And we've seen some good moves as well. I mean, the, we've seen, you know, we, we always used to talk about the Camish one at the outside of Brands Hatch in 2019. We'll now be talking about the Ingram one on Oliphant at Knock Hill for evermore. Mm. Um, so there's been some good points, there's been some highlights, but I'm with you. I don't think it's been particularly competitive season at the sharp end of the grid um, I don't think some of the newer cars have performed as well or some of the drivers in the newer cars have performed as well as they would have liked um, I've been very glad that we've been able to go to so many this year though yeah that's been a that's been a plus side obviously we've been it's able been to go brilliant seeing all the fans back and, and seeing how much they're enjoying it and we've still got three more rounds to go to this season Silverstone, yes. Donington yeah. and Brands. Yes. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> Come on, mate, keep up. <laughs> yeah, just trying to work out my head which ones. Yes, yes, absolutely, yes. 
Um, but yeah, I, I've I've really really enjoyed parts of this season, and I think although it may come to a slight anticlimax at the end, I think the the, the mid positions in the championship will be fought right down to the wire. I certainly think this could be the first time in a long time we go to the series finale with the championship already won. Quite possibly, yes. Or Sutton needs something ridiculous like a single point to win it. I yeah. Mean, you know, in which my mind he would be enough because he will get fastest lap and nothing else to, to win it. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you know, I do think we could be in a situation where we, we go to Brands with everything already sewn up. Yeah. Particularly as we've got Donington, Croft and Silverstone to come, which attracts where he goes pretty well that anyway. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Well, shall we get into some driver grades then? We'll start then with the oldest car on the grid and the oldest driver on the grid. Well, Ooh, a little harsh, but true. They are the fa- facts, yes, as far are. as I'm aware. Uh, PMR. PMR, yep. Yeah, Voxel Astra. Oldest car on the grid now by uh, some way, actually. Um, it's been a, a mixed bag, hasn't it, for the pair of them? Yeah, um, at the start of the season, you thought they were going to struggle with this car, didn't you? I did. But there have been some decent performances. Um, and I think on the whole, despite championship positions, I think Lloyd has probably performed or been happier with his season more than Plato. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've both scored strong points for the team and on a fairly regular basis as well. There's been a couple of rounds each where they've not been particularly strong. Lloyd's had a little bit of a a, a bad spell of late, yes. um, whereas Plato sort of had his early on and has been fairly decent since then. Yeah, Plato um, might have not turned up at Snatton. I was the way he had. No, no. So we'll begin with Lloyd's then um, at uh, PMR, and we've gone for a a B minus. So on a return to the championship, um, in in the uh, in the Astra, he's done pretty well up against one of the stalwarts of the of the sport. Yeah, he's he's surprised me. Um, every weekend we seem to either go into it or come out of it saying, "Oh, the PMR boys were nailed together all weekend <laughs> again." Um, despite Jason having uh, 113 points to Lloyd's 75, Lloyd has really been able to keep pace with the, the stalwart of the touring cars um, and has proved himself a fairly valuable asset to the team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously him returning, he is a distinguished driver in his own right, uh, Dan Lloyd, and it's always difficult when you're up against one of the all-time greats of a sport. It's also been a long while since he's been in a touring car. Yeah, and he's he's come back in his coat very well. The, the big question for PMR is going to be next season. What happens? Who do they move on? Because yeah. we expect Jack Constable to come in. That's yeah. pretty much been what the uh, the open plan has been. You know. Yeah, they've they've been well up front with that. And whether this is Jason's last season, I think it could well be. Now Matt Neal has stepped back. Um, he or, wants that hundredth win, doesn't he? I know he, he does. Wants I that know he does. Win. Um, and there, there is still possibility for that to come this season, maybe at Brands on the final round. If there hadn't been the stupid tyre rules, he'd have probably won it at Knock Hill. Yes. But you don't like see, tires. See Knock Hill for my comments <laughs> on tyres. Um, but yeah, Lloyd have gone for a B minus, and Plato have gone for a C. Now Lloyd outscores Plato in the gradings on a couple of factors. One being he's back back in the championship after a fair time away. Expectation Expe- more for me. Expectation. He's in a car he doesn't know, whereas Jason is in a car he does know, albeit yeah. he's had a year out himself. Um, and when you have the, this caliber of driver of Jason Plato, and you're matching him yes. most of the time, you, you're doing pretty well. Um, I, I still love the testing that they went to at Alton Park when it absolutely tipped it down. And there's this video, of Jason going. Well, there's no point going out in this weather. I think he did one lap that day, didn't he? Yeah. So thanks. 
they have to pay for the tyres though to be fair and yes. there's no real benefit to, to doing so I hope Plato gets the 100th win this season I, I'm i not that optimistic if I'm honest I don't see you don't see it coming in the last round of the season reverse grid he's on pole I think the chance for him to do it was last time when he missed the front of the grid by a single slot because at Thruxton yep. a track he goes really well at yep. on no tyres being an issue I think if he was if he'd started pole and he missed the place, missed pole by one number at the bag, he would have probably, I think, gone to get that 100th win. And then probably yeah. on the podium, called it quits and said, that's it, and yeah. the season I'm off. But, I'm off. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we, a decent start for PMR. Uh, moving on then to uh, Car Gods with Sicily, uh, Chilton and Morgan, BMW 3 Series. Brand new car for them this season. One's taken to it really well. And the other one... Not so much. Uh, may have well not turned up. Um, yeah, Morgan, fantastic season yep. so far. Taken, Always is. Taken two wins, Mr. Consistent. Uh, you hardly see him have a bad race, and you hardly see him caught up in incident as well. Um, at one point, he was the leading BMW in the championship yep. until last time out, where um, Turkiton overtook him. But he's just, yeah, he's, we, we're getting what we expected, but sooner. He scored two podiums as well as his two wins, and he's only finished outside the top uh, 15 on three occasions, four occasions, and three of those he was um, 16, 17 for 18. So he was there or thereabouts anyway. Yeah. Yep. Um, in a car that, as you say, he's still learning. Sixth in the championship. 144 points, whereas Chilton, on the other hand, has 120 points less, and he's down in 21st in the championship. But again, which, for a driver of his experience... I may be a little harsh here, is appalling. Well, yeah, he's, he scored points in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven races, and we are, you're better maths than me, six times, how many rounds are we in? We're six, aren't we? Six times three is? 18. So he scored in less than half of the races he's contested in a yep. car that should be really, really good. A yes. championship competing car. Yes. And you look at Morgan, who's ahead of Butcher, Rowbottom, Shedden, uh, Jelly, Plato, Oliphant. Yeah. He's ahead of some big names. He is. Um, and he's doing a really good job. So in terms of the grades then, for Adam Morgan, we have gone for uh, a B. Uh, probably just ahead of expectations. We've expected yes. it to be a learning season. He's already, as you said, it's come quicker. And then Chilton, a D. There's flashes, but there's not consistent enough. I, I don't know whether his mind is being taken elsewhere with the electric Hyundai touring car um, stuff that he's doing for development or whether he's just not acclimatising to a rear-wheel drive car, or maybe it's just a, a mixture of both. But you would hope to see more of an improvement than we've seen this season from a driver of supposedly his quality. What do you think car gods do next year? Because Chilton is I think a Chilton, Chilton might walk anyway. But if he wants to stay on the grid, what do you do? Because on paper, he should be a really safe pair of hands. It's a learning season. It's the first time he's driven a rear-wheel drive car. Yep. Same for Morgan, by the way, but, but okay, fine. You can say if Morgan, it's his team, he knows where the kettle is and all that kind of thing. You know, he It's his home of racing. Yep. He's not had to move teams as such. So you give Morgan that little bit more security. You say, you say he knows the kettle is, he knows where the loser are, he knows everybody's names, etc., etc. It's harder for children to potentially come in and hit the ground running. You don't see it too often that somebody comes into a new team and hits the ground running straight from the off. Yeah. But... There hasn't really been any sort of sustained period of improvement throughout the season. You, you look at some of the other drivers will come to, and you can say, "Well, they started slowly, but they're yeah, they're moving." Mm. Chilton's performances are so scattergun. That you, yeah. You, you, <laughs> yeah, they are. You can't really make any sense of it. No. 
Yeah, and... I th- I think there could be a I think there could be a really big shake up on the grid next season, and there could be a lot of drivers leave, and some some may not want to go into a hybrid era. Mm-hmm. I think Chilton may be one of those. He may want to go and concentrate on the electric stuff. Yep. Um, but I don't think that would be a bad thing for Sicily and Car Gods, depending who's bought the Car God sponsorship as well. Yeah. Because that came that, out of nowhere, really. Didn't yes, it, yeah. it did. Um, and I think we've seen that Sicily are testing a hybrid BMW. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see whether these hybrid engines are going to fit into the current generation cars or whether they are going to have to step back to maybe a 1 Series or something like that. Can I make a bold suggestion that I think might be there next year? Go on then. If BMW don't run 3. Mm, jelly. You've got, to, you've got to look at him, haven't you? Yes. As we'll come to. But... Yeah, he, he was in my mind. Um, as you say, it depends whether BMW want to run 3 cars yeah. or... Or what really? Or a Parker race and come back with two, as exactly. they want, as they want to do for this year. Yeah. Anyway, that will be for silly season. I've stepped ahead of myself ever so slightly. <laughs> so moving away from the Car Gods team, then uh, we will move on to the, the hard four, and we'll begin with Aaron Taylor Smith um, back in the championship. All four drivers racing the uh, hard Cupra. Decent return for Taylor Smith on the whole. Yeah. Um, a s- Slightly better than expected as well because he's been out of a car for quite a while, stepping into a brand new car for the team as well. So they haven't really got any sort of like setups and stuff like that. But he's been there or thereabouts and sort of like in around those final point scoring places most weekends. Yeah. And even when he's been battling people like Shedden and Turkington, he's been holding his own. Yeah, yeah, he's not been bullied off the track. He's, yeah, there's, um, there's a racer in there. As you say, he has scored points, 15 of them overall. So I'm I'm encouraged by his progress, and he's not. Yes, the points total says different, but he's not that far off of Jack Goff, for me. No, I think this I, season. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Jack's had some excellent performances in the car, um, especially early season, but has sort of like tailed off into this this middle part of the season for me. Well, Taylor Smith, we've gone for a C based on that. You mentioned Goff there. We've gone for a C minus. I think that mainly comes from expectation and the start of the season compared to the last half of the start mm. so the, the first yeah. quarter the second quarter it yeah, took a podium of course at uh, brands hatch in the reverse grid race um second where it's, where he held pace with all the drivers around him and that was sort of like almost a litmus test for that car to yeah. see whether it could could actually do it although morgan got away fairly yes. simply at the front but the bmw was quick that weekend because oliver yeah. won yeah yeah that, well. that is also true and then we had a, a really good run of points where he it was only him and Sutton who had scored points in every race. And then it went wrong at um, Owen Park and it hasn't really recovered from there, has it? No, it hasn't. Um, you, you kind of expect as you develop a car through a season that you're going to be finding maybe a tenth, two tenths throughout the season. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of gone backwards almost. I don't know whether other, other drivers and cars are improving at a better rate and whether they they're maybe struggling with it the only caveat to that is that hard have had a lot of repair damage to do this season and maybe haven't had the chance to develop the car yeah and obviously Goff got caught up at Alton Park where it went wrong in an accident that wasn't his fault yep. but then you look at we went to Knock Hill and we expect them to go well at Knock Hill because it's a similar-ish track to Brands Hatch where they went well at yep. and they didn't they didn't go particularly well at Thrux in the second time round when they went okay first time round and when you compare a 13th for 12th and an 8th to a 20th for 16th and an 18th, that's a scary drop-off. It is. 
Um, and as I say, I don't really see why. No, no, I'm with you. So Goff's on a C minus because a cat the driver's caliber a, a little bit more. Uh, Hamilton is also on a C minus. We're not doing Geddes, I said, because he's not racing enough, nor is Mitchell. So uh, Hamilton is the other hard driver who has managed to uh, compete every round so far, which has been a problem in the past, which is good news for him. Yep. Uh, gone for a C minus overall. He's had a a better season in the car he's trying to learn. Um, he he hasn't been that driver that's been off the back of the pack. He he's been there or thereabouts with the other people. He's trying to compete within the Jack Sears. Um, and he's had some decent finishes in the Jacksons, and he hasn't been he hasn't been a fault for many incidents. Although he has been caught up in a few. Yeah, there's there's less mistakes on his uh, on his part, and he's sort of as you say he's not created an incident, rather just been caught up in somebody else's accident, which is yeah, it's it's improvement. Yeah, it's a new car for him. Um, he's as you say he's not so far off the back of the the pack either, as has been the case in other years. So. A good first half to the season. He'll be looking to consolidate and try and get a point scored before the end of the season, which I think is possible. Yeah, um, so do I. So a, a decent start-ish to the season for for uh, Hamilton, who's got a C minus. Okay, moving on to the Hyundai uh, quartet, and we'll begin with uh, Chris Smiley, who was the only mainstay at that team from last season. I'm perhaps slightly surprised when you see Proctor's results from last year and Proctor's results from this they year. They must be kicking themselves. Well, yes and no, because it, it could just be a case that the the car suits Proctor where he is now more than the Hines ever did. Yes. Some car, yes, some drivers and some cars work, don't they? And Smiley is a bit of a steady Eddie in that in that home, doesn't he? He's doing well. He scores points on the whole. Um, Helps Turkington out when needed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, he's he's been encouraging this season, certainly for a couple of rounds, where we thought, hang on, Smiley's not that far off Ingram here. Mm. Um, and Ingram seems to have struggled with the weight on board this season a little more than he did last season in the Toyota. But Smiley's had some decent results, and he's sort of like top of, top of the rest of the drivers in the championship that we wouldn't expect expect to be in those top positions so he's sitting 15th in the championship with 83 points he's a decent way behind Oliphant in 14th but he's ahead of the drivers you'd probably expect him to be racing with yeah and you know he's got quite a few top 10 finishes he's also you know he's been in the top six a couple of times as well his qualifying has been generally pretty good this season as well it's been a, a, a steady but you know, a decent consolidating season in a car he's now presumably getting more and more comfortable in. Yeah, he had that really good qualifying session up at Knock Hill, didn't he? Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gone for a C for him. Butel gets a C plus on the basis it's a new car. Mm-hmm. Second season in the sport. And the first part of the season was fairly quiet, but the second half of the first half He was getting getting used to the car in that first almost third of the season. Yeah. Um, and moving into this middle part of the season, he's improved, and that has really been topped off by the Jack Sears win last time out of Thruxton. Yep, three points to his name as well in the general championship. Yep, doing pretty well in the Jack Sears. I mean, look, Robottom's dominating that, and that's that's fair enough. But he's he's you know doing he's competing in the Jack Sears. Yes. Um, and it's going to be all about who can get the second place in the Jack Sears because you know Robottom is going to run away a bit because he's winning races. It's as simple yep. as that. Yeah. Um, but a, a strong, a strong season for Butel, who, you know, it was strong but unspectacular last year, and yeah, he showed showed decent consistency yeah. last year and showed some promise in what was an aging car, being that Mercedes. Yes. 
Um, and I think this has been a nice nice step for him, especially to have a teammate such as Smiley One who knows the car, and then Ingram who can get pace out of anything, it seems. Another rookie in the team, Parfait. Um been difficult, isn't it? It's been a bit yeah. steep learning curve. I think by his own admission, it's you know, it's been a big step up for him. Yeah, he said that quite a few of the tracks that we've been to this season, he may not have raced on before. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's done a decent amount of GT racing, but he came into that as an amateur and, and has risen through the ranks to this stage. And um, we don't know really whether he's still trying to fight back from fitness. He's looking like he's going to miss out this coming weekend at Croft because of a back injury. Yeah. Um, so maybe he's still looking to grab a bit of fitness back from the major operation that he had. Yeah, we've gone for a D overall. It's been, yeah, it's been unspectacular. A few it's too been many caught, been caught up a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's been caught up a lot, involved a lot. I, I'm still not sure how I feel about the Alton Park. Um, should he have missed Oliphant? Should he not have missed Oliphant? Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, it's a steep learning curve. There are. Signs of improvement, I would say. I'd like to see him score a point before the end of the season. Yeah, so would I. Um, but, yeah, it, there's improvement. It's always difficult in your debut season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just one of those where he is towards the back of the grid. Um, we've not really had a chance to see him race much either, have we? As in no. compete and overtake and defend or anything like that. So, no. Yeah. Uh, Ingram, who is sort of the, the head boy of the team, if you Flagship. like. Flagship. Yeah. Second in the championship. Yeah. 30 points behind Sutton, though. Yeah. And as I've already said, he struggles with weight on board in that car. Yeah. And I think probably throughout the whole season, he's almost been second coming into each round. And so he's always had to carry like 60 odd kilos. And it seems to have really sort of like stunted the early part of his weekend and it gradually, well, hopefully gets better across the weekend. Three race wins, though, and uh, another two podiums. A decent number of points scored. It's only had three non-finishes as well. Um, and Thruxton, you can yeah, that was the the drama of the rain. So yeah, Alton Park was his problem. He didn't really get going at Alton Park, unfortunately for no. him. But yeah, he is thirty points back. There is a, a clear problem running weight in the car. Um, <sighs> but he's doing a lot better than you thought he would this he's season. Lot, yeah, he's <laughs> a, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the start of the season, I did not expect him to be the main challenger to Saturn. You're abs- you are absolutely right. And it's a B because we know that there's more in him. Yeah. Um, he he specifically moved teams because one the the arrangements weren't quite right for him at Toyota Gazoo, and that he's moved into a team that he believes that he can go and win the championship with. Now, this team is only in the second season with this car as well. Yeah. And I think that is part of the issue is that they don't they don't know fully how to set this up because they've never run the car with so much weight on board. Which I was about to say, would he be closer or even ahead off Sutton had he stayed at Gazoo knowing how to run the car with weight? Given that's, how... that's so difficult I know, it, I know it's difficult, but I, that's why I'm asking the question because I know it's difficult, but we saw last year how good that Corona was. Camish said at the point yeah, that it was the best car on the grid of how well it rode some yeah. of the corners and how it got traction like a real drive car at points, you know. Those two often glued together, produce some fantastic battles. But then you look at the performances that has been put in this season in the hands of Butcher. Yeah, but he's learning a new car and, and it's got a completely yeah, exactly. different driving style than than Camish. Uh, sorry, than uh, Ingram rather. And it hasn't had that much weight on board. But Ingram, having run it, would know how to run the weight on board. I 
It's not just me trying to save face, but <laughs> I do think he'd have been closer in the Corolla. I do. I think deep down you probably would agree. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Well, no, we he, can't he, know. It's a hypothetical. He, but... he has really impressed me in what he's oh, done same. so far Absolutely. in the Hyundai. Absolutely. But is it more impressive because people like Turkinson haven't done as well, Butcher hasn't done as well, the the two Team Dynamics Hondas haven't done as well as we probably expected they would have? Is that the only reason he's second? He's 30 points behind. If you're 30 points behind a couple of seasons ago, you're down in sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a fairly, as you said at the top of the, of the, top of the show, it's been a fairly lacklustre um, season so far. You know, Sutton's running away a bit by finishing 14th and 8th some weekends, you know, yep. it's, and still extending his lead. Yeah. But I do feel, there's just a part of me that feels that he would be closer in the Corolla, but just because he knows how to run the how to run the weight. We're seeing that his weekends at the moment are being compromised because he can't qualify well because of the weight. Yep. So he finishes race one. We saw it at Thruxton race one. He was at the bottom in the cork, had to fight so hard to keep everybody behind him. Yep. Whereas Sutton, on the other hand, the weight. I mean, you could stick you know, a whole family. I, fam- I could sit with him. Yeah, stick off family in the boot, and he'd still <laughs> find a way to win the race. You know, but he could minute- in the Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> But I just think that Ingram at the minute is finding all his races weekends compromised by stupid tyre decisions as well. But having to run the, the full weight in qualifying, they have to work his way through and try to get lucky with the reverse grid. Yeah. Whereas, I just think in the Corolla they knew how to run the weight that bit better. He won races with full weight in the Corolla. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll see when we come to the end of the season where he, where he finally finishes up. And also maybe sort of like where Butcher finally finishes um, and maybe we can get a better a better view on how he could have done and would have done. Okay, we've mentioned Butcher, so let's move on to uh, Gazoo Racing. Uh, Smelt and Butcher in the Ingram's old Toyota. Uh, Smelt, we've gone for a C-, minus, a decent-ish debut season for him. Well, not debut season, actually, he's been in the series before, but comeback season, comeback season if you like, yeah. then. Um, a really good round at Alton Park. Looked really looked quick. Really good thought that pace, was the turning yeah. point of his season. Um, so, only scored two points this season. Has been there or thereabouts in the Jacksies. Yeah. Um, sort of like best of best of the rest. Yeah. Because we thought there would be that gap between the top four um, and the rest of the drivers. So yeah, he's doing he's doing enough for me. He's Everton. Thanks. Not quite in the top four. But there are thereabouts to win the Everton Cup. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. No, he's been okay. Yeah, he's been okay. It, again, not seen him race so much because no. yeah, he's not involved in battles in that way. But it's been a decent return, um, if not spectacular. And for Roy Butcher, it's much the same as always. It's a C plus we've gone for. Absolutely roller coaster ride for him this season. Some way, race weekends he could be superb, finish all three races in maybe the top six, top seven. Yep. And then other weekends he may score a couple of points. He has taken a race win though. Yes. Alton Park. Yes, he has. Um, and he has taken a podium as well. He's seventh in the championship, 136 points. But also, how many times has he not scored points? Only five times. I say only five times. That's a substantial amount when you go into a team and you go okay I want to be fighting for the championship and what's interesting about that is that four of the five are retirements which is normally because of an incident that he's been involved in or set yeah. up they've also he's had reprimands throughout the season as you As I say, there's only one incident that I can think of that wasn't his fault and that was when Bordley had a brake failure yes and took him yes yes um, 
a very very punchy driver, very very aggressive driver. Um, he seems do... to be getting more aggressive as well. Yeah, I don't know if that's because he's just found the limits of his car, maybe. Yeah. But again, he's in the top ten. He's come to be in the top ten as well, by the way. So he's he's having a decent season. Well, well yeah. Okay, yeah, but, but just going back to the Ingram thing, as I mentioned before, he's only 50 or points behind, I say only, he's 50 or points behind Ingram in a car that's brand new to him, which makes me still believe further if Ingram was in it, he would be close to Sutton. Yeah, but he's behind but, Morgan, who's in a brand new car yeah. to him. He's only two points ahead of Robottom, who's in a brand new car to him. And we know that the, the Hondas haven't had great pace over the yeah, season. Yeah, but the, the, the two things I'd say there is that Robottom's in a team that knows how to set up the car. Yes. So he's got the most advantage. of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> on paper, how to set up the car? It's a car they've ran for many years, yes. and Morgan's in a team that's not new to him. It's only the car that's new to him. Butch is a new team, new car. Yeah. So you've got to give him a little bit of slack on that bit. But he's doing fairly well. For me, stop being so aggressive. Stop being in so many incidents, and you'll see. Be a the bit points. more like Colin. Yeah. A bit more conservative. You might take home a few more points. Yeah. And I, I think having. When he won the independent championship, he was much more consistent yeah. and and more calculated when yeah. he went for moves and stuff. Well, and now it seems to be balls to the wall. Yeah, I remember the one where he, he uh, took Sutton and played to at Snetterton by just waiting just and waiting. Just waiting for them to take s- each other off. You could see yeah. they were taking chunks out of each other and yeah. just waited and waited and then pounced. Whereas the Butcher now, I feel, would probably go, do you know what, I'm going to get three abreast for it because He's why not? One run it down the inside and take them all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So... Yeah, I think a slightly, slightly more conservative approach would pay wonders. Um, moving on then to the wearer tools um, driver of Osborne. I say Neat and Rivette not being considered due to their lack of races. Yep. Osborne, second the Jack Sears. To be fair to him, he's doing what you'd expect. Yeah, Robottom, you'd expect to walk the Jack Sears and he is doing so. Yep. And Osborne is second. He's won a, uh, a couple of races and won a round of, of the Jack Sears. There's, there's like... The way that the Jack Sears is worked out compared to the championship, it, it really sort of like twists things on its head because he's he's well behind Bordley in the main championship. Yes. But he's ahead of Bordley in the Jack Sears because he's had more consistent finishes yes. in the Jack Sears compared to the other drivers. Um, and it's a really it's a strange system almost. But he he's work working it. It's only his second season, don't forget. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's second to the Jack Sears. I think a C is fair. You know, he's he's steady. He's in a car that you you just want him to get more out of because we know how good the car is. But having said that, Rivet struggled, Neat struggled, Jackson struggled. Jackson has struggled, yes. In a car he already knows. Yes. So I mean, you know, only Jake Hill's the one who's really taken to that car. So I think a C is fair. I think. Yeah, I'd like to see more from him oh, I going into the latter part of this season. Although to be fair, at Orton Park he had a really good chance of scoring good points until Smiley happened. So, because I mean, he was Just running until Smiley well, happened, yeah. yeah, he was running well at that point. He yes, ran he fairly was. well all weekend, to be fair to him. And then yep. Smiley occurred, and <laughs> you know what can you do? You're just a passenger, um, all right, Tim? Well, you know, you you look at it, and you think that's that's the thing about touring cars. There's so many what ifs up and down the grid, isn't oh, there? Yeah. You know, he's had a a couple of decent point scores as well, and he's been there or thereabouts. So I think he gets more points by the end of the year in the main championship as well. Um, yes, so do I. I probably would back him to take second in the Jack Sears as well, actually. Yeah, especially with the performance of the other drivers that are up there. We mentioned Jackson there. We've gone for a D from what a promising start it was this season. An early podium. I thought, yes, Jackson is kicking on from where he started. Sorry. Two wins last season. Yep. We thought, 
it's a car he's going to know. It's yep. a team he's stuck with. Yeah. Although there were changes behind the scenes, and we thought, yeah, okay, we can see him maybe being a top ten challenger in the championship this season. Yeah. And then he seemed to walk off the cliffs of Dover. Yeah. A podium early on at uh, Snetterton where he went really well actually all weekend. He was unlucky yep. in race three to have a retirement. Um, I think it was a problem with the car from memory. Um, a fifth and a third that weekend. And then after that, the best result since then has been a 12. He's 30 points behind the driver just in front of him in cha- championship and that is Jack Goff. He's only 11 points ahead of Dan Cameron. He's only raced three events, only scoring in two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. That's yeah, mental. That's I mental. I mean, the sort of people behind Camish. You'd more or less expect Apart Chilton from aside. Bordley, Chilton and Taylor Smith, probably. I'd expect Taylor Smith to have uh, more points than that, consider looking at Jack Goff. But, uh, but yeah, uh, the fact that Camish has only done one round and he only scored in two of those races, yeah. it's... Jackson is only 11 points ahead of him. And that's, you know, Jackson has also had a podium. I know Camish had a second, but there's a podium in there for Jackson as well and he's still only 11 clear. It's 100, madness. 130 points behind... Jake Hill, who's come into that team yeah. and taken to like a duck to water yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, in that car. You can only compare yourself to your teammate yep. initially, and he's losing that battle a lot. I just don't know what's happened to him. No. He was so good last year. One of the most improved drivers on the grid. Yeah, definitely. And he's just fallen, fallen away. I don't, I don't understand it at all. Moving to Jake Hill, it's a B. Needs to win some races, is, is, is what I'd say. Look, I... You know for well I'm a hill apologist, and I, yes. I t- you know, yeah, and uh, but Paul O'Neill said it himself on the in the um, uh, punditry of the last round of the round before that this is a completely different Jake Hill to the one who came into the championship. Oh yeah, you know, he's sweet. a much more mature driver, and he has you know I've eaten more humble pie and Jake Hill than I care to mention, but just needs to convert a couple of thirds and seconds into a race win, doesn't he? And then he then he really is going to be challenging for championships. Yeah, I mean to be. Nine points off of Ingram at the moment, yep. sitting fourth in the championship ahead of Colin Turkington, yep. is a fantastic achievement. Trouble podium at Thruxton to kick off the year. Yep. And that we talked about it being a fairly lacklustre season. That third third at Thruxton, where he was on the wrong tyre. Yep. And Ash not only got got past him, and then he had the balls to go after him. But no, you're not having that of ease. I'm going to yeah. you know, make yeah. it hard for you here. Yeah. You Jay on the wrong tyre, but he, yeah, he was fantastic. He really, really raced well, and he's raced clean all season as well. On the whole, a just of just one passes. one retirement, and that was up at Knock Hill because of Butcher. Yes. Um, and Butcher then, happened. <laughs> Butcher happened, and two two non scores or. Yeah, non-scores at Snetterton and Brands. But it's the way but he bounces back. He gets a retirement knock kill for something that's not his fault. Okay, second, fourth, fourth, next weekend at Thruxton. Yeah. Not going to dwell on it, not going to you know sulk. And went from 27th to 13th at Brands Hatch Indy. Yeah, which is apparently a track you can't overtake on. Yeah, so there there are glimpses of what could be maybe a future champion. I think it's more than glimpses, isn't there, Sharps? Yeah. I think, you know, I, I think he's still fairly young in the championship. Yes. He just now needs to do... I say, turn those thirds into seconds, turn those seconds into firsts. Because yep. he's not been challenging for a race win all too often, has he? He's no. been sort of holding on to the third place on the podium or battling for third, fourth, fifth. He, he's, never, elevate. he's never had that outstanding pace. Although he sits, I think, fairly high up in like, the Wingfoot Award. Second, I think, um, from memory. Yeah, he's second, one point behind Turkington and a decent way ahead of um, Butcher and Rowbottom, mm. who have had poles this year. He's, yeah... 
he just needs to be converting more. He carries the weight fairly well as well for a car he doesn't know that well. Yes. You know, he, I think he's yeah. So he's been a really good spark of the championship this year. Perhaps next year. I know the problem is he's going to be new regulations. The thing is, he's never had a car that's been competitive that he's stayed in long enough to to really grow into and understand. Yeah. Well, I think next year could be a lottery with new yeah, new agree. engine regulations, yeah, and it depends on which drivers adapt the best and which teams have the appetite to bother carrying on exactly yeah although you you get the impression of mb that they're here to stay yes um, very much so with their driver program and i also think that he's really is benefiting from the coaching and the you know of, of somebody like blundell yep. the team um, not brundle not brundle blundell <laughs> martin blundell no mark blundell <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's been he's been really good really positive i yep. just want i want him to take the next step yeah i really do um but a b for him so far uh, moving on to the BTC boys and girl, we'll start with Jade Edwards in the championship. Um, first season for her, decent car underneath her. It's a C overall. Taking a first point. Yep. Um, which was, monkey off the back. Yeah, a massive achievement for her. Um, and she has been that that pioneer for women getting back into the top echelons of saloon car racing. Certainly. Um, she races a hatchback. Sorry. Although she races a hatchback. Mm, I, I'm still not convinced on whether that's... It's a that's, hatch. Uh, it looks more like a saloon. It's a hatch. It looks more the like boot a opens. Yeah, we yeah. saw it when Shedden crashed last week at all. <laughs> the boot pops up and everything. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, she's she's coming to the championship and we weren't quite sure what to really expect. Obviously, she had that one run out last season, but I think she's done okay. Yeah, I think she's done okay. You're... She's been caught up in incidents, though. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't legislate for Andy Neat's... Or Shedden. Or Shedden's problems <laughs> at Thruxton. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, neither of those are her fault. No. Um, we saw a Brands Hatcher race with Colin. Yeah. As he was doing Colin things. And um, <laughs> she did really well. Kept pacing really nicely. Yeah. I think there's definitely there's, there's definitely a racer in there. It's just getting used to this championship and how it all works. I think she's really quite happy in the team as well. Yeah. She's which helps. Yeah. she's. I think she's friends with Cook, isn't she? Away yeah. from the, the sport. Um, so, yeah. It's been a decent start to the season to her touring car career hope she's back next year um, yeah so do I because I think you know, she needs to stay in to keep developing I think the I, I, I certainly don't think uh, looking at BTC as a team I don't think there would be anyone else that would necessarily warrant that drive ahead of her Crease. in a third third spot in the in oh, the okay. team as such I don't see anyone smiley come back I, the problem is that it's going to next year is going to really be about sponsorship isn't it because of the fact Quite it's going to be new, yes. new regulations, new parts, everything. I, yes. I do fear that it's going to be who can bring the most sponsorship will get a drive, but we'll, we'll see how that develops. I think our only problem has been learning how elbows out the touring cars is because yes. yeah, I know she's coming through the Clio's and stuff like that, but it, it really is different in the touring cars. You know? yeah. So, But she's done all right. She's done all right. A C, I think, is a fair reflection of where she's at so far. Um, perhaps could be a little bit more competitive in the Jack Sears, but again, there's a lot of good drivers in the Jack Sears. Yeah. So... She's doing all right. Uh, Cook next up. B, leader of the team. Well, perhaps not so much if Proctor had started the whole season. But um, Josh yeah. Cook, I mean, you know my thoughts on Josh Cook. If he was consistent, he'd be one of the greatest drivers we've ever seen in the sport. Yes. I, I genuinely believe that. But he's not consistent. And that's why he's third in the championship and uh, 37 points off top. Yeah, but he's only seven points behind Ingram. Head of, head of Turkington. 
Yeah, but then I'd argue back at you. He's had two Thruxons where he's the king. Take yes. two, take two Thruxons out of the equation. Yeah, it doesn't look good, no. does it? A third and Okiel is the best, with a, with a fair few meh performances splattered in for good measure. Yeah, he's. I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's a driver that knows that car like the back of his hand. He's been there for a, a good amount of time yep. now, and he this season because of those two Thruxton rounds he looks like he's back to where he was maybe a couple of seasons ago and when he was in that title fight going into the final round just mathematically about, yes still in with a shout um, and I think that now he will be looking to finish best of the rest this season yeah from where, from where he is he's got a good chance of taking second yeah he has got a good chance to take a second. I don't see him taking the championship. No, nor do I. It's the consistency. That's the problem. You've had already had four non-points finishes, which is three more than the chap in front who's leading the way. Yeah. Okay, one of those was Thruxton, and it was the wrong tyre and fine. And he, I, mean, I think he pitted about twice in that race from memory as well, so fine. Just, yeah. It's, it's just so frustrating, isn't it? It's just so frustrating. Yeah. It's, it's, it is my frustrations with him, as I said before. <laughs> he's still ahead of Moffat in the championship. <laughs> he is, yes. But in a car he knows very, very well. Yeah. Out of two Fruxton rounds. Let's see if we two not kill rounds, what would happen. But, okay. Okay. Uh, Proctor's his teammate. Kamish uh, started, obviously, did one race uh, as Crease pulled out. And I tell you what, Proctor's hasn't half done well coming in, isn't he? From a driver who's been okay in his. in his Yeah. He's done fairly well. But he, he's taken what one one or two wins before this season. Couple Came of wins in for this season, yeah. And like we thought, okay, he'll have to take a little while to get used to the car, and which he did. Snetterton was a, was a bedding in period, but I think as you said when we were doing the uh, preamble for this, uh, that it was um, a fairly late call to come into the championship. Yes, and ever since then he has just kicked on. He's scored points in every round other than those first three at Snetterton. Not having any weight in the car has really, really helped him. His qualifying performances have been mostly outstanding, Mm -hmm. apart from a strange one last time out at Thruxton, um, where he was just nowhere and we thought he would be right up there. Um, But he's racing... Ability seems to have mm. kicked on this season. A win, three podiums. Yeah, he's done really well. Yeah, he's yes. done really well. Um, disappointment would would come at Alton Park where he took pole and finished ninth. But I think he had a terrible start and yep. you know, he's getting used to racing again. Yeah, you know, you, you've come back. I know he raced last year, albeit in the Hyundai. He's done really well. His, his worst performance in a point scoring total is in 12th, and nothing else has been inside the top 10. That's really impressive for a driver that's come back in at short notice and got to learn a new car. I mean, if he continues at this rate towards the end of the season, we could probably see him finishing top 5. It's quite possible. It's quite possible. And, but, got... and beating some household names, mm. namely what Butcher, well, Shedden, Morgan. He's one point behind Shedden, yeah. having done a round less. Yeah. He's taken more wins than Shedden. Yeah. He's taken more... Po- uh, He's leveled on podiums with Shedden. Yeah. He, he's been a ridiculous it's performer since he's come it's in. astonishing. He's anyway, still, what grade have we given him? Uh, B. It's got to be a B, isn't it? Yeah. Because he's, yeah, for me, he's on his part. He's doing nothing that Cook's not. Yep. He's been a bit more consistent, arguably. Yeah. So. Okay, we're getting towards the, the last three teams now. These are the, sort of the stalwarts of the, of the sport of recent years. So we'll start with... What are they now? They're not dynamics, or not, or they're not. They're not how. Who, who they're, are they? They're, they're team dynamics with, with Cataclean. Cataclean. That's it. Let's and start with the poster boy, which is Gordon Shedden, shall we? Yeah. 
Yeah, his poster might be ripped down by the end of the season, though. Well, I don't think they do on Photoshop now. Oh, okay. As we saw when Albon got replaced by... Sorry, Albon replaced Gasly. It's just <laughs> pop your head on top of Gasly. <laughs> yeah, Shedden is behind Robottom in the championship. Only uh, by one point. Two points. Two points, sorry. Um, but, yeah, his his performances this season, again, much like Butcher, really. I don't know whether it's a Scottish hothead thing or his performances have been up and down. The thing is, when Shedden's good... There's he's not, really there's not many better than him. No. There really isn't. No. When he's on it, there's not much better. And then we see, for example, Brands Hatch, where <laughs> we see the stupidity of Jelly after being... Okay, he got knocked wide himself into Paddock Hill Bend, and then the incident with Jelly that made, made him end up dropping to 21st. Yep. And two retirements at Truxton. One, okay, wasn't his fault, no. but the other was more his fault than anyone else's. Investigated a Croft, but I, <laughs> I'd be amazed if the outcome isn't more yeah. on Shedden's side than it was Edwards, for sure. Yeah, and going on the flip side of that, his race three at Thruxton in the opening round was oh, superb. Yeah, Coming through the field from practically the back up to fourth. fourth. Although rain did help. Yes, rain did help. Other drivers were pitting for then change of tyres, but you've got to get that call right in oh, the first absolutely, place. Absolutely, absolutely. But then at Snetterton, you know, he, he managed to also turn what was looking to be a poor weekend for the Hondas into a decent one by taking the third as well. Yeah. But I say, when he's on it, there's not many better. There really isn't. I, I genuinely mean that. There's not many better than Shepard when he's on form. But all too often, there's been the un, the needle and the aggression, and the it's just not needed. And it's resulted in bad results for him and the team. Yeah. You compare that to Robottom, who doesn't get involved in... Argy-bargy. No. Nope. He, he's very good at keeping his elbows out and he's very aggressive but controlled aggression. Yep. He, you know, he's not easy to pass in he's, that way. He's a transformed driver this season. I mean, I didn't see this coming. No. A, no. It was a really, I don't think any of us saw no, it, it was a really. We, we thought, yeah, okay, he goes into the Jacks here looking to be the one to probably take the title yeah, in yeah. that and being in the best car. Yeah. But he's walking away with that, and he doesn't even need to almost consider that now. No. He's looking more to where, how high he can finish in the championship. No, he's had one season in the touring cars, which was disappointing. I think is the best thing we can describe it, which is with the Catacleen yes. Mercedes. Yeah, he's had a year off. Yeah, and he's come back in, and he looks Different like he's been, he looks like he's been here all his life. Yeah, a race win, an extra two podiums on top of that, a couple of pole positions, a couple of pole positions, showing up, Shannon, in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she had expected this to be this close to battle. I certainly didn't expect Dan Robot to be comfortably in the top ten. And I, I think, really didn't. I think leaving Alton Park was he third in the championship after been, that win and second. second. He might have even got himself to second at that point. It was, it was just something that we wouldn't have expected from him. No, no. I don't think he is in contention for the title this season. No. But you know what? If he can stay in the sport, there's I mean most improved driver. He wins that by a country mile, doesn't Either he? him or Proctor, yeah. Oh, it's got to be Robottom for me. He's well. Yeah, Proctor's yeah, had a race wins in this sport before. Yep. Robottom didn't just look so lost in the Mercedes. This is his so se- lost. Second season. Yeah. I know it's a good car, and but I won't have the argument. Put a good, put a driver in a good car, you'll automatically get a good result because Osborne, neat. Shedden. Shedden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. But yeah, what have we given him a B? Yeah, it's a B for me. I think it's a. Uh, well, it's a B plus probably. B plus, it? yeah. B plus, isn't it? Because he, because his performances have come as such a surprise to everybody except Paul O'Neill, who's very smug in telling everybody that you know he's a racer. And yeah, but Paul O'Neill is smug about most things, isn't yeah. he? Put it this way: it's, but there's a lot of eyebrows raised when Robottom was announced, and there's, those eyebrows are still raised at the moment to how well he's doing. So yeah. 
B plus for sure. Okay, let's go to the BMW boys then. A three-part series this uh, year in a free series as well. Yep. It all links very nicely. Great pun. Pick of the bunch is probably Stephen Jelly, isn't it? Which, which I know he's behind Turks in the championship, but in terms of what he's achieved this season and how well he's raced as well, by the way. He's sitting 11th in the championship, 117 points, um, a little bit behind Proctor in 10th, but he's ahead of Oliphant by 7 points. Mm-hmm. And... The consistency, dare yeah, I say it, yeah. how much wood can I find to touch? Yeah. But his consistency this season has been really, really good. Yeah, so he's only had three non-points finishes. One was Fruxton first round, and then Brands Hatch, the Shedden incident occurred, and he's put to the back of the field. So yeah. there's there's yeah, there's there's mitigation to why that yes. happened to you. For me, Shedden was at fault for the incident, and it's difficult then at Brands Hatch to overtake. Yeah. And, you know, unless you're... As we said earlier, he did a good charge. He didn't have a brilliant time last time out at Thruxton, but he still scored points still in all, points. all the races. Yeah. And I think if he continues in this vein of form towards the end of the season, as we've already mentioned, if they're looking to keep three cars on, mm. I think he gets the job. Two podiums yep. as well. Not a race win yet. Although, to be fair, he would have probably had it if Ingram hadn't pulled out such a peach of a move at Knock Hill. Yep. He's been really impressive. I know. Mm. Yeah, he, yeah. No, no, I... Yeah, you put him in a decent car, and we've seen this in previous seasons when we thought, yeah, okay, there's a decent driver in there. Back when he was with Team BMW. RAC days. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so we know the driver's in there, and he's now getting a car where he can actually prove himself. And as next year goes, he's somebody that brings um, sponsorship with Met- Metaclad yes. um, and Juicens, I believe. So. Yep. There'll be a couple of teams who who might not have decided to drive line up next year who might just have an eye on Jelly, you know, because yep. given the right equipment, yep. as you just said, he does fairly well. We've given him a B, and he's been performing at a B for most of the season, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Oliphant, Oliphant, Oliphant. Is he the most unlucky driver in the sport? <laughs> Certainly this season, I think. The amount of incidents and, and uh, crashes that he's been involved in, a couple of them may be his fault. Um, looking at the the one and knock hill when he put Hamilton into the pit wall, but there was a concertina in of cars there and, and such like, and then the huge huge smash that he had at Alton Park was just not his fault, I don't think. But I don't think it was players either. I think no, it's a racing it, incident, horrific and then being collected. Yeah, yeah, with consequences that you can't really control. Yeah. Then you get the butcher incident at um, where was that one at? <laughs> where butcher turned him round. Um, knock Hill, Knock Hill. Yes. Yeah, out, yeah. Of the, out of the hairpin, Knock Hill. Yeah. Sorry, I, I could fit, picture the corner, but I couldn't remember it was. <laughs> That's not his fault. No. He had the line and Butcher turned him round. No. So, and then he gets dropped all the way back to to the back of yeah. the field, which so many times this season he has had to be at the back of the field mm-hmm. and then fight his way back through in a car that, yeah, it's quick and it's quick in the right hands, but it's also track dependent. He has taken a win. Yeah, second three podiums, which is the same number of podiums that uh, play, uh, Turkson has taken this year as well. Uh, only one less win than Turkson, who we'll come to in a moment. It's got to be a C, but I, I'd say it with a heavy heart because I don't think he, he is. But he is better than that. He, I do think he's better than that. He's just been involved in a lot of shunts that aren't his fault. I will still say though, I do think he is too easy to overtake. Yeah, after last season where we thought, okay, he's he's kicked on in this car and he's improved he then hasn't gone again 
and it feels like he's gone backwards because of the instance that he's had. I wonder if he's trying to be too fair because obviously he he, yeah. he bangs the drum a lot about fair driving and you know you, yeah. you got you should be clean etc. Yeah, there's, a couple of his interviews this season, he has been very unhappy. But there's nothing wrong with being what I what I would term an Ingram clean, which is, um, yeah, if you get past me, that's fine. But I'm going to make it hard for you. I'm going to put my elbows out. I'm yep. not going to turn you around. You can trust me. I'm not going to put you into a wall. Yep. But you want to come by? Our wing mirrors are going to touch. That kind of thing. Yep. You know. I think that's that's a fair. Ingram's a very hard and fair racer, whereas I think Oliphant's too much fair and not hard enough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Turkington then, who is fifth in the championship at the halfway stage. He's not, and he's to me, he's not in the championship hunt. He's 169 points. 51 points. That's a hell of a swing to try and. Sorry, 41 points. 41, 41 say, it's, it's points behind Sutton. It's a hell of a swing you've got to, you've got to bring with and half think, a season to go. I think it's fair to say he's not been good enough this season. No. When you go into a round, or you come out of a round having only scored. Two points was it? Uh, um, was it Brands? Brands, India. Yeah. That's not good. You no. can't go into. You have to score a, a good handful of points. Yes, you may have a bad weekend once a season, but you still have to get a good double figures point score. And he'd argue that he got turned around in race one at Brands. Um, yeah. I think it was with Osborne. But the truth, the truth of the matter was, he wasn't turned around from fifth or anything like that. He was. All, he qualified badly. He didn't have pace that weekend. There was no pace in the at car all. at all. At all, and we saw it at Alton Park. There was lit- lacking of pace in the car as well. Yep. Um, okay, he would argue that in race one he was taken off into the first corner, but so was um, Sutton. It'll be interesting to see how he, being so called the King of Croft, will do coming this next weekend. Croft and Silverstone are two tracks where traditionally he goes well. Yep. And he's boy, has he got to go well? He needs to take at least a win at both. His problem. Sutton ain't no slouch at those tracks either. Nope. <laughs> no, because he isn't. <laughs> if Croft suits a real drive car, and it does, because yep. of the traction zones, Sutton's got that in spades. Yes. I can't see a 41-point swing. No, nor can I. I, I really I, don't. I think... Third at best. Third at best. I was going to say, I'm gonna, I think he's going to be struggling to finish second. Yeah, I do. Third at best. Um, yeah, it's going to be a difficult end to the season, and if he gets caught up in more instances, that is really not going to help his cause. No, uh, Josh Cook's got more wins than him. Ingram's yeah. got more wins than him. Yep. So, uh, Proctor's one win behind him. It's not been you. You said it. He's, it's not been good enough. Jake Hill's got the same amount of podiums. It's not been good enough, and yeah. the pace hasn't been there. It just feels he's lost his way a bit. I think part of the problem as well is that he's been qualifying poorly. He's been amongst drivers he doesn't know. Well, you say that. Well, he's, he's top of the Goodyear Wingfoot Award. But he's then driving with drivers he's not used to racing mm. against. Yep. And he doesn't seem any good in... I say he doesn't seem any good. That's harsh. He doesn't seem to have quite that nousing wheel-to-wheel combat. Not as much grit. No. And then we season. saw we saw the bottle job, and I'm going to use the term bottle job, at Knock Hill, where Sutton put the pressure on him and he... Cut, Colin never crumbles, <laughs> but it's like it's like I I I always want Hamilton to lose at Grand Prix. I mean, every, when he was winning, you're praying he drops. Well, I'm praying he drops a wheel in the tire. Uh, sorry, a tire in the a wheel in the gravel, which yeah. forced a mistake or something. It never happens because no. he's that good. And Colin never crumbles under pressure yeah. ever. Yet Sutton in his wing mirror is enough to make him run wide. Yeah, for a corner he should never be running wide nope. through. Never. I mean, if anything, you'd expect him to maybe lock up into the hairpin and Sutton launch... But 
you'd never put money on Colin to crumble and run, run, run wide where he did. No. Never. No. Now, there are there are little errors creeping into mm. his driving this season that, that means that he's fifth in the championship. I get the impression he's rattled. Yeah, possibly. What grade have we given him? Uh, we've gone for a C because it's just not been good enough. No. No, it hasn't. And I think if Oliphant hadn't had such bad luck, then Oliphant could well be ahead of him as well. Yes. Yeah, certainly up there. Okay, our last three then. We'll start with uh, Bordley. So this is the Infinity Trio. Um, Infinity or Infinity Q50. Um, the weirdest car on the grid for so many reasons. Yeah. And it seems there's only one man who can get a real tune out of it. And we'll come to him. Bordley, we've gone for a D. We expect him to be close in the Jack Sears and he's not. There are some drives that he's had this season that we've thought, oh, yes, excellent. Best Park, he was incredible. A couple of best finishes this season, up in 10th, 9th. Um, and we thought, okay, maybe he's getting to grips with this kind of car. We thought that he'd like a rear-wheel drive car a bit more. Did not impress at all in the 1 Series last season. And was given this... I forgot it was in the 1 Series last season. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and given this championship-winning car from last year, we yep. thought, okay, maybe he can, he can have a better season. But as we've already mentioned... He's still behind Damakamish in the standings. He's a point ahead of Chilton, yes. But he's not really that close in the Jack Sears, no. which is what he would be gunning for. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, The championship for, for Bordley is, yeah, as many points you score, is cool. But the Jack Sears is where it's got to be at. Yeah. Okay, you can't let's say for how well Robottom's done, but he's not close enough to Osborne. No, he's not nowhere been, near. He's not been close enough to even Boutel. He's also, he's also been caught up in incidents again this yes. season. Yes. Um, which is something that he needs to, I don't know, not not get out of his system, but be maybe more cautious or or find the qualifying laps to actually push you up the grid and not be caught up in those sort of things. He's got two good drivers to learn from as well. Two decent drivers, yeah. <laughs> One Fair. a bit better than the other. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't argue that. Don't worry about that. Um, but, yeah, we, we need to see... More best finishes coming from him this yeah, season. Yeah, just want to see, just want to see him more competitive in the Jacks. And more consistent points finishes as yeah, well. Yeah, I agree. Because I think it's it's in there, and I think Moffitt, who we'll get onto next, is starting to do that. He is. This must be a real quandary for him because it's his team. Yep. He brings sponsorship. At what point does he think about? Do you know what this car isn't working for me? It's going to be a really difficult to sell because it's working so well for one of the other drivers, <laughs> who's probably going to win you a double championship. Yeah. Back to back, how do you how do you say to Ash? By the way, we don't like this car. We're ditching it. We're going to go for something else. I mean, Ash would probably go. Ash could probably drive round, you know, Peugeot three hundred six to, to victory. To be fair to him, but yeah, Lo- looking at sort of like the teams championship, you've got BTC Racing and Laser Tools Racing right at the top of the tree this year currently, both on three hundred and thirty points. Now with the, <laughs> the distance that Ash is in front of the championship. Mm. He's dragging that team along. Oh, he is, yeah. Whereas at BTC, you've got Proctor and you've got Cook, Cook. who are doing those decent jobs to get the car up there. Yeah. Moffitt needs to be doing more. I mean, we I need agree. to see more of those Knock Hill and where else did he go really well this season? They've got season? a podium at Brands Hatch, although you, still, Brands, although yeah. you still don't aren't convinced that Plato didn't nip him to the line. But, no. but okay. Nor was Jason, really. No. But I, I'm, with, I'm with you. That I, I like Aidan Moffat. I, I do. You think he's a really good racer, don't you? I do. I think he's a really good racer. I think he is good in, in wheel-to-wheel combat. There's pace in him. He's he's still so young and he is a race winner. It's difficult to win in the touring cars. He's yes. done it more than once. Yeah. So, 
There's a great racer in there. And actually, look at his results overall this season. They're not bad. They're not bad. No, I think he has definitely improved on last season. So this is his second full year in the car, yeah. isn't it? He, the worry for me is that Stephen Jenny's ahead of him when you perhaps wouldn't expect that. And Senna Proctor is having done effectively two rounds less. I know he competed at Snetton, but he yeah. didn't really. And he's only really... Okay, he's had a, a fifth, a fourth, a sixth, and a third. Decent there, but the rest of them have been seventh and back. I just wonder at what point do they go? Do they try and cut a loss with the car? That's mm. what I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, I don't think he's ever going to be a driver that challenges for a title. In my eyes. Okay. But I I haven't in the time that he's been in the championship and the the different couple of cars that he's had. I've never seen him be that driver to race with the other drivers that have come up with him. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it might be a little hard. No, because but uh, if, you, if you look go... at other drivers around him, Jake Hill has come yeah. in below him yeah. and is already decent away above him. Yeah, and if you were to go back to our famous Cook Moffat argument, if you were to give me money to put on to become a champion, it would be on Cook. It would be on Cook. It would be on Cook. Yeah, yeah you're right. You yeah. <clears throat> and and Morgan has come in, been in similar yeah. cars to him, and has done better. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, 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 yeah, it's a case of. Is mediocrity enough for him? I, I think mediocrity is a harsh term. He, he's not mediocre. Yeah. He's not mediocre. He, he's middle of the range for point scorers. There are twenty-six point scorers currently in the championship. He sits twelfth. Yeah, but he's a he's a po- he, he's a podium getter occasionally. I mean, he's scored more podiums than you. I mean, yes, he's had more races than he's I have. The same, okay, he scored the same number of podiums as Jack Goff this year, for example. Yeah, Jack Goff's in a brand new car. He's got the same number as Ollie Jackson. And we know Ollie Jackson has fallen off a cliff. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm just mediocrity saying... Mediocrity is I agree with you. I don't I'm just think, saying, I don't think he goes on to win a championship. No, no, I, I agree with you, but I don't think mediocre is... I think that's too hard. Not to even say. an independent championship. No, I, I don't disagree with you on that. I don't. But I think mediocre is a harsh term. Okay. I think he's, he's decent. He's in amongst the best of the rest. Yeah, mediocre. No, the best of the rest. <laughs> mediocre would be, well, you'd argue it'd be something like Chilton's performances this year. That's mediocre. Yes. Well, that's poor in my eyes. Okay, it's poor. Uh, okay, you'd, you'd say, I'd argue that sort of Smiley Lloyd Goff is mediocre in this terms of this season. Yes. And he's better than them. Way better than them this season. Not way better. Well, it's 114 points compared to Smiley, 75. Smiley's 83. And... Well, that's a long way difference. Uh, that's your points. Which is the same gap at the okay. top of the championship. Out of the people below him in the championship, excluding Dan Cameron, he's not there. Who do you think is more likely to get a win? More than, likely to get a win. Moffat, who's below him. I think Smiley Lloyd or Goff could get a win. I think you're mad with Smiley Lloyd. I'd argue with Goff, but I'd argue maybe Plato. And obviously, Oliphant has. I was going to say a, a reverse grid. Those could take a win, but I don't. Moffat on a reverse grid. I don't see him having enough about him. But he's done it on a reverse grid before. You're talking nonsense. Last, last, last time he was in a Mercedes. <sighs> Absolute nonsense. Carry on. Anyway, right, championship well, leader. Well, it was. You know, what grade did we give Moffat? We gave Moffat a uh, a C. Yep. Which I think is right. Mediocre. <laughs> this season, yes. You're over. So triggered. <laughs> This season's been a mediocre season for him. I, I grant you that, but he's more. I think medi- this season has been a better season for him. I think I don't think he's a mediocre. Well, compared to last year, yes, but it's not yes. his best season in the sport. No, overall, he's not a mediocre driver. 
He's a decent driver. Uh, World class, no. No. Very good, no. Decent, yes. Decent, mediocre, same sort of level. No, it's not. No, it's not because. No, Calvin Phillips is a decent midfielder. Yeah. Right? He's not as good as somebody like Fabinho, but he's, but no, he, but he won, but he's nowhere near as bad as like two guys, is he? Or Robbie <laughs> Savage. They're mediocre. He won England Player of the Year this year. Yeah, but he's not. He's decent. He's not world class, is he? He's decent. He's not Robbie Savage. He's not Robbie Savage mediocre, is he? Oh, dear. He's not, is he? <laughs> I love how much you're defending him. But because I, mediocre, is a, a, to me, is a harsh term for a driver who has won races in this sport. Okay. There's many drivers who haven't, run, who haven't won races in this sport. Yep. How many has Jackson won compared to him? I don't know off the top of my head, do I? How am I supposed to know off the top of my head? Well, Jackson's won two. I don't think Moffat has won more than two. I think he has won three, actually. Right, pause the pod. <laughs> yep, pod paused, and we've now got the facts. And Ada Moffat has won three, so I was correct. And then Sam decided to try and find all manner of reasons to why that wasn't good. So um, Moffat has won three, despite having less race starts and being in the championship two seasons less than Ollie Jackson. Okay. Mediocre, he's not. Decent. So they're about the same. Yeah, but Jackson's not mediocre overall. Well, they're he is both, this season. Yeah, this, I, this season, Moffat has been mediocre. I agree with you, but he's not been mediocre as a We're driver. We're not reviewing the other seasons. You say he's a mediocre driver. You didn't say mediocre driver this season. Yeah, yeah. that's why he didn't get into my top ten of races. Nor did Jackson. Should we carry on to Sutton? Let's go on to Sutton. Let's go on to Sutton, who you're probably going to describe now as a de- as a decent driver, but not world oh, class, dear. I imagine, are you? Best on the grid. World class? Yes. Wow. Yes, A, and it's simple, isn't it? Uh, dealing with uh, Sutton is probably the easiest one we've had to do all day because it's an A, he's running away with the championship. His worst weekend at uh, Alton Park, he's still extended his title lead, which is frankly ridiculous. Yep. What, what, what else can you say? I've... He knows how to drive that car, doesn't he? Start start inscribing his name on the trophy now, because um, he'll be picking up his third title. You, the only thing you'd say about him is that his qualifying isn't great. That's the only thing you'd say. There's a, a potential thing that's not been perfect this season, but wait in the car <laughs> practically every round. So, yep. Yeah. You know, when you've got a thirty-point lead in the championship after six rounds, as I've already said before, you expect them to go on and and take the title fairly easily from this point, which I think he will. Um, It'll be interesting. I'm more interested to see how he does next season already. Mm. Um, with the the change of regulations and everything coming in, will they still be keeping the infinity? Will Will he want to move? I don't know. If he gets to take his BMR team with him, I don't think he cares where he goes. I think if they keep the infinity, he'll want to stay because he's, yep. he said on several occasions it's the best car he's ever driven in terms yes. of race car. And, and be, it, it looks it when he's behind the wheel. It'll be interesting to see how the dynamics of the car change yeah. when you've got that completely new, almost new drivetrain in. Although that said, Sutton was getting results in the barge, that was the Subaru yep. and the MG, so yep. I, I don't think the car's the problem. Sutton is a very, very good driver. Yes, he is. Um, I'd be interested to see whether actually more, sort of like, he's still fairly young whether later on in his career whether he wants to go off and do like world touring cars or any other sort of race events I know he does a little bit of historic stuff and stuff yeah. like that but honestly I think he's got his eye on the five yes already yeah because it would be great for him if he could become the most successful driver yeah beat Colin Turkton in less time yeah a lot less time yep um, yeah I, I kind of feel that's where he'll want to be and then after that maybe as you say transition I think GTs maybe possibly they're quite fun to go race 
looking to more some sort of like endurance racing and stuff like that. Maybe do the Porsches that follow the F1 around. Yeah. Get a bit more world. Yeah. You know, exposure. I, I, I certainly think he he's a driver that could go off and give him probably a rear-wheel drive car and he'll yeah. go and get you a podium or a win in it and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, he he's the easiest one to grade. He's... Yeah. The only A driver so far this season. The, the only thing that can go wrong from is that he's caught up in incident after incident after incident at these next couple of rounds. Uh, other than that, I yeah. really can't see any of these where he doesn't finish well. No. No, I, I think that pretty much sums it up so far. He has been driver of the season and above the rest. I will say, I did, at the start of the season, I did predict Dash to win the yeah. championship. But I, I think I did as well. I didn't think it would be this no. far ahead no. already. Um, well... I hope you've all enjoyed the season review. We've certainly had a few discussions over it. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts, who you think have been the standout performers this season, who you also think have been mediocre. I've only got one last thing to say on that. <laughs> I bet you a case of beer Moffat gets a win before Jackson. What, again, the... in the top. In, in, oh, again, again, in touring again cars. Again, in touring cars. I bet you a crate of beer. Okay, then. On? Yeah, that's on. fine. Um, if Jackson wins at Croft, I'm going to yeet myself out the window. <laughs> Hasn't showed any form through the middle part. No, of the no, it comes out, puts it on pole, and gets a double win. Then, then yeah, then oh, I'll yeah. Th- that drink will taste even sweeter. Um, yes, we'd love to hear your thoughts on your drivers of the season. Who you have think, who you think have performed well. Who you think have maybe been the villains of the season. Obviously, we'll be coming back at the end of the year with a full roundup. We still have. Croft, Silverstone, Donington and Brands to go, three of which we will be going to and we'd love to see you there as well. We'll have a Croft preview for you on Friday um, and obviously the review hopefully on Monday, Monday or Tuesday certainly Um, and then we've only got a week between that and Silverstone. We do. Which we'll be going to hopefully. You go to Silverstone? Yeah hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we hope you've enjoyed it and we'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 